We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's up, AfterBuzzers? We're here covering Masters of Sex Season 4, Episode 1, the season premiere. See what the season has in store. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, I like the old version better, right? don't you? It's so fun. It That's- is. Get this in the movie. As the song's <laughs> very appropriate for the show. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to season four, episode one, called Free Fall. This is a season premiere of Masters of Sex. I'm your lead host, Olivia Gabri, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the real underscore O underscore G. And I'm joined by I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Graham with two N's. Hello, hello, Dominique here. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique P underscore E-S-Q. Yes. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube, uh, our iTunes, give us, give us a thumbs up, give us good ratings, comments, feedback. We love it all. So diving right into it, since this is the season premiere, the last season left us off in kind of a crazy spot, right? So we had (laughs) all this, all these like lawsuits coming about and broken relationships, and we open right up to Virginia and Bill in very opposite places, but very parallel at the same time, which is kind of bizarre. What do you guys think? I think it was, it's very um, accurate to their relationship because I think as much as they try to like be different and be their own independent people, they still need each other. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always that draw back to each other no matter what. As you see at the, towards the conclusion of this episode, no matter where they go, something is always bringing those two back together. And I think it's just, it's, it, it's symbolic of their relationship. It doesn't matter how far they go. Something in them is very similar. Exactly. Well, although I do think it's similar, I think what's really, really interesting is I feel like the control dynamic has completely shifted. I think every single season before this, you know, Bill was definitely the one in control. Mm -hmm. He just had this sense of power over Virginia. Mm. And I feel like as last season ended and we get into the beginning of this season, we see an incredible just power shift, which I think speaks a lot to the time period that we see this episode starting in so it's like really cool to see Virginia kind of stepping into her own Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so women are on the rise (laughs) in 1969 where what was it the Miss America Broad Broad, Yeah, that was like the first thing that opened up to women are going crazy so right so we have Virginia is in Vegas where she let she went and I guess she married Dan she's calling her husband it was very weird I was trying to figure all that out like Mm -hmm. I was like so where exactly So last season (laughs) ended with them getting ready to get on a plane to go to Mexico to get a quickie divorce, which I never heard of before. As an attorney, I'm like, you can get a quickie divorce Divorce in Mexico? Maybe it was just the times or something. Right? I was like confused. Then she wakes up in, you know, the bedroom in Vegas, super hungover, and Dan is nowhere in sight. (laughs) Very Katy Perry-esque. Very Katy (laughs) Perry-esque. I agree. So she... 
she's in Vegas. Dan's at the bar. Dan's MIA. Yeah. He's not at the bar. I mean, bar. not Dan. I mean, Bill Rather is at yeah, the yeah, bar. Yeah. Yes. So the, they have very similar storylines. They're both drunk or alone. about to get yeah. drunk. Alone at a they're bar. both alone. alone. <laughs> they're both confused. And they're both like going Venting. off about their lives, but it's not really their lives. They're just making it all up. And they're so, both telling stories. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing yeah. is, I was like, so even when she was talking about her husband, like the fact that Dan is missing, it still makes me think um, back to it was like season two. They were having this this when they were having their affair in the hotel and they were making up stories about their lives. Um, I'm so I was like, if you take Dan out of the picture, it's like, okay, are you talking about Dan or are you talking about Bill? That's oh, like, and that's what I, I literally the whole time that. I was I like, didn't oh, either. I did. I was like, I don't know if she's talking about Dan. I was like, I honestly think she's talking about Bill. Like, I just if you take him out of the picture, and don't think about him. Mm-hmm. Everything she was saying is kind of like, okay, this could be alluding to your relationship with Bill. So I don't and know. Very but that's, easily could that's go my very take well. on it. I was thinking, I was like, I don't know, is it about Dan? But I don't know. That's yeah. neither here there. It could be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did she kill him? <laughs> like, Actually, is he, is I know dead? it's <laughs> so weird because the whole entire time, I mean, she's referring to him, him, yeah. as her Who's husband. Him? Exactly. Who we is don't him? know who him is, but she's a par- I mean, it could be George Brawley. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who's, who's your husband? Where are your children? Where are your children? Where are the kids? One hundred percent. I'm like, where are they? So <laughs> crazy. Dead, like. So they're both apart, but their lives are both a mess. Mm-hmm. And it's just the great minds think alike, apparently, even yeah. though it's not really for the positive end yeah. at this Can point. Can we talk about Libby? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And this, like, attitude she has going on. This women's group that Mm -hmm. she's at. But what it reminded me of was, if we remember last season when Libby got into, like, one of her funks, she found the civil rights movement and she got really, really engulfed in Mm -hmm. that. And then we see her at this women's group and it kind of reminded me about the fact that Libby has no, like, self-identity. She's looking right. And that's what I'm hoping that kind of develops this season. Who is Libby? Yeah. Like, without Bill, like, who is Libby? Well, I think that's something we're definitely going to explore more. Because especially um, where we are in the times and where we are, yeah. you know, historically, every woman... Every woman in this story has their own significant mm-hmm. plot line. So we have we open up with Betty. She's running the uh, entire office solo, and she's like making up all these crazy lies because she doesn't <laughs> know what to tell anybody. Yes. You know, they just left her in such chaos. Virginia's apparently in Vegas by herself, <laughs> um, and then Libby is no husband. No, she doesn't have her her man yeah, anymore. She has nobody. It, I, the thing is that I. I personally enjoy Libby's growth. I think that it is... Because I do. I just love that she is becoming... I mean, I I agree. I don't like that she is being vindictive. I think that's annoying. But I like that she is somewhat finding her voice and, and like, saying I've had enough and being like, no, I I don't need you. Because so much... I feel like she's been so weak with Bill. She's so weak. I could be for this... I could be for this Libby empowerment if she would have been the one to walk away. Mm-hmm. In that, mm-hmm. in that, in that, uh, where were they? The police station where she was like, don't finish oh. what you're saying. I yeah. don't really, I don't, don't want you know. to do this. It was just like, girl, like. I felt sorry for her. I felt really like sorry for her, but 
she chose this. Like, we all have a choice in life, and she decided to put on this charade. Like, when she told Bill, like, yeah, Virginia and I talked about this, and right. this was She's not known. how this is, was, is gonna go. Like... But I think this season, the way it opened up was like, she's throwing Bill's clothes yeah. away. Oh she's God, marching yeah. down to the lawyer's <laughs> office. Like, she's, she's ready. Done. She's, she's taking, like, she's telling everybody Bill's dead. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but unfortunately, what we really see in this episode especially is, like, the power struggle of women. So she yeah, se- she seeks, like, help in this lawyer, and she just wants a solution. She wants to be safe from Bill, she wants her family to be safe, and all he can really offer her is a women's group, group yeah. yeah, which is kind of upsetting. But so we can follow Libby's storyline first. So she ends up going to the women's group, and she doesn't think that it's something She's that she would it. enjoy. This group is called like a consciousness mm-hmm. raise, like uh, mm-hmm. what they call consciousness it? awareness consciousness group, group. Or, or like yeah. And it was like um, basically women getting together to explore their being in the world that they are. I mean, I, I feel weird saying this as a man. Like, let me, let me like, mansplain this group us. to you. Oh, no, now I feel bad. Because that's, I, I am always, like, pro-women. Like, I love to see women do things like that. But it's basically a women's group that um, mm-hmm. gets together. And it feels very like um, the first wave of feminism. Like, mm-hmm. that's, it's, it's obviously because that's the time period. I love this group. And I think it's great for Libby because... It's not her. Like, mm-hmm. she is very Miss Prim and Proper and, like, like not Southern Belle, but for lack of a better term, Southern yes. Belle. And it's cool to see her with these pretty radical women mm-hmm. who are, like... Like, the first line, she goes, oh, last names are a, a way for a man to show right. ownership. I was like, whoa, yeah, like, drop I some knowledge. I loved that. And I was like, yes, like, that is a really cool thing to say. And I've never even thought about that, like, as a man. But, like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of a way of ownership. And it's, it's, it's weird. It is. And so... Um, that's one thing I really appreciate this show about this show is that it it shows a time period and we know that there was a lot of sexism in that time, but it gives us a different view on it. Like I don't think we've ever explored how women felt during that. I, and I think this show really kind of dives into what it was like to be a woman and how to be a strong and smart woman and navigate your femininity in that time. And I just think that that's interesting. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a guy and so no, I never no. had to do that. that. I think as Libby Sorry. was, I mean, because she was very closed off entering this group, right? right she wasn't right. really receptive to it, and I think as she was warming up to it, I was kind of warming up to it as mm-hmm. well. You know, like she 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 wasn't about the pot, she yeah. just wanted some coffee, you know, and then warming up to the wine. Yeah, she's like, okay, maybe just a glass. And then we got just like the one-on-one scene when they were talking about the bra she's like well what's I don't understand like that just seems like a waste why do you need to do that and she explained you know like well you know a man invented this in this big corporation company and they just like have a power over us and she's like you know what you're right I'm gonna take my damn bra off and I was like me too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no. no. In honor of Libby, I was like, I'm not wearing a bra today. Yeah. I'm not doing it. You know what? But, I, but what I love about this show is that it's constantly breaking down like really mm-hmm. interesting topics. And mm-hmm. I think you see that with just the title of the show, Masters of Sex. Like, you mm-hmm. think it's going to be this really provocative show, but it's like really thought provoking. Yes. And we've seen that season after season after season. So I'm really, really excited to, although I'm not a Libby fan right now, I'm hoping that through this great group and what she's getting ready to go through with this divorce that I can mm-hmm. be on Team Libby mm-hmm. as I watch her kind of grow into her womanhood right. that I don't feel like she's had an opportunity to kind of tap into 
thus far. And I guess is it too? Are we going to do predictions later? Because yeah, okay. Because I have I, I have lots. Oh, me yeah, too. Exactly. I, I have a whole list. Oh, I, I have a list. Because there's I, I have a, th- a thought or two about this women's group. We'll see. Okay, so while <laughs> we're on the independence of women, we can bring it back to Virginia. So right, right. N- right now she's in Vegas, and she kind of another parallel I want to draw is though she's kind of a wreck right now, yeah. right? She's getting drunk, she's dancing, she she doesn't oh, yeah. know what she's doing, it's where Vegas. she's at, whatever. <laughs> it's Vegas, baby, you know. So I think what what I thought the most interesting part of Vegas was when she went to that sex show and she mm, kind of showed everyone up. I think <laughs> yes. she was that was like a great moment for her. She was kind of on a power trip. She really like schooled that guy, you know. He thought he knew what he was talking about, even claimed to have known no her. Man. Yeah. And she was just like, uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I mean? I loved every bit of it. I did too, but you know what is also weird about this? And I, I feel like the show has a weird way of doing um of attaching a woman to a man. Mm-hmm. I feel although I loved her doing it, it was very Bill-esque. Like, that is something Bill would do. Mm-hmm. He would be there like, hmm. But I, like, I remember, it but was. Yeah, it was very Bill-esque. The thing that I love about the Bill and Virginia relationship is that I feel like they've grown so much by taking pieces of each other and mm-hmm. adapting it into their own their own character. You know, like, Virginia normally wouldn't have been so, like, outspoken and mm-hmm. to kind of belittle this guy in, in front of a room right. full of people. And we see Bill kind of, like, you know, coming into his own kind of being able to like adapt to people a little bit right. more and so I feel like they're starting to kind of like become, exactly. one. become one which is really freaky. And as yeah. you see they're across the country from each other doing the same Same-day. exact Same-day. thing. Same-day. It's ah, crazy. That is weird. That is so so weird I about. think that you know once she schooled this guy everyone recognized her. She got all the attention. I think that kind of hyped her up and kind of was like gave you know. Gave her the confidence. Yeah. They gave her the confidence and this. she was like sh- to move forward independently in as her own like scholar as her own doctor scientist her whatever you want to call yeah, it. Right. And so at that point, she was like, you know something? I'm going to contact Hugh. Mm-hmm. Right. Hugh Hefner, you know, Playboy, the Playboy guy. I, honestly, is it weird that I didn't realize? I mean, like, through this show, I've realized, but I was like, I didn't realize he was around back then. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's pretty what? old. I, is it, I don't know. Oh, it's not. <laughs> has been around like. I I mean I guess just in my head I'm like oh yeah Playboy mm-hmm. but like I didn't realize it went like it yeah, yeah. deep yeah. like Playboy. Well at this point so she she hits him up and she wants to have a meeting with him because she wants to start her own column right right and at this this even shows how old it is I didn't realize that the Playboy Mansion was in Chicago did you yeah, yeah so I, it was, I was so in backing up originally the Playboy Mansion was not in L A yeah. and then once the empire kind of grown then it was moved and mm-hmm. from what I understand mm-hmm. it's kind of identical to what it used to look like yeah 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 um, so it's like here. yeah yeah so historically oh. like he's done I, some yeah, really really either. cool stuff interesting. but what I also thought was interesting how we were kind of were just talking about how women have to like attach themselves to men we see this when Libby has the conversation with the attorney right. we see it you know when she's with the women's group we we see it with Virginia and Bill. She's she's having this conversation with Hugh about you know yeah. wanting to be in his column, mm-hmm. and he even says it. So now that you're breaking up with Bill, you want to attach yourself to me, right. and she right. kind of has this puzzled look, like, well, yeah, and she yeah. says right. yes, but in a you're different right. way. But yeah. it, and it just, I think it's just, I mean, I mean, we still need some progress, but it just sucks to see. But that's almost how it had to be. Because even if you look mm-hmm. back at like Betty from earlier, she had to attach herself to uh, her husband mm-hmm. to like to try to get ahead to or, survive. Yeah, and it just it's it it really saddens me to see like wow, it, it is really a different time. Like mm-hmm. or this was, and I think it's important for 
women today and men today to see that like yeah this is how things really used to be and like not to forget that because I feel like if you don't remember what things used to be it's so easy to go mm-hmm. back that's I went yeah you went on a tangent just a little bit but I'm I do sorry. agree we've come a long way but not that far we still have a really really long, long ways way, to go and excitingly that you know this is only the first episode of the season so we're going to just see yeah. so much more I throughout know, this big season, changes which is yeah. really cool I mean from the beginning uh, Hef only agreed to Virginia Wait, because no. he he thought they came as a duo you know so mm-hmm. she shows up to this mansion and meets his assistant I think her name's Maud Mod, which and is a weird name. Yeah. I want it. I'm gonna wonder if that's her name in real life. You know, yeah. it's on my list to Google later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we should definitely yeah. look that Looking up. So, and she's kind of like, you know, where's Bill? Did he get stuck on the plane? Right. Like, what's up? And she's like, oh no, I came alone. And she's kind of like, mm. mm. well, I will knows. go on a tangent because I am a huge like Hugh Hefner fan. Mm-hmm. Oh. He has three assistants who have been his assistant for like years really? and when I tell you they're like little old women you remember the show he used to have yeah, with yeah. The, yeah. The, the I forget the, what it's I can't her. even think of what Girls Next Girl Girls, Girls Next, Next Door, Door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 Um, and so now I have to go back and check to see if if one of the girls yeah, is, is yeah we got yeah. it we got to check to we'll let you out. know next yeah. week <laughs> so she finally gets into this meeting with Hef and he's kind of like he said exactly what you said you know now you don't have Bill you're just trying to attach yourself to me right. and she's just kind of pit, trying to pitch herself to him trying to make it seem you know from every perspective like you know I can offer you a women's perspective in this magazine mm-hmm. I could like really give it to you and you know he, he they kind of just left it off on like an uncertain note and so she meets with the assistant and they're just having drinks and talking over it and something right. really interesting I thought that the assistant um was talking to her about she was kind of like women have to audition for everything yeah we were yeah was like a woman always has to audition yep and she could (sighs) and she also she referred to her as tweener a tweener so a tweener being half bunny half scholar basically being like you're you're really pretty but you're also really smart and it's hard for men to deal with women like that because they can't be like, oh, yeah. you're just smart. I don't have to do. Were you guys kind of thinking like, what makes her a bunny? Because she's a pretty woman. She, like, I mean, she is. I, oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's for a beautiful sure. Woman. And she has a very sexy kind of like image, yeah. image to but her. But she's such like a, a like scholarly she's a figure. But, it's only because she's a woman. But no. But at the same time, she she also ha- like I think as a sex researcher and like if you think back to her like. She has yeah, she has had some like trysts here and there. So, but let's like, think like season one. Guys were just drawn to Virginia. Yeah. Like all throughout all the, the hospital, guys were like trying to make passes at her before they even knew about her being um Bill's assistant right. mm-hmm. um in the sex project. So I think there's just something to Virginia that kind of just gives off sex appeal. Yeah, I, I, agree. I think it's that because she is like unlike a lot of other women in this time period in the show. She is very confident and comfortable yes. in her sex life, which was, I mean, I mean, even still is to the state taboo. So I think because Virginia has a very strong sense of what she wants in sex, and she even said herself, like, I can separate, well, I mean, I don't know how much she can anymore, but she's like, I can separate love from sex. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a woman to have that in her, and I think that is sexy to a man because I think a lot of guys 
they don't always attach sex to, or they right. can definitely separate it unfortunately <laughs> so and so I think to meet a woman like that it's like whoa something right. about yeah. that is like mm-hmm. really hot so I think that maybe it's something about her that does that so, so and now Hugh while they're having this conversation yeah. Hef goes behind Virginia's yeah. back and contacts Bill so now that brings us to where is Bill at in this whoa <laughs> in, in this time you know he's kind of in a very bad place he's struggling as a an individual, yeah. as a father, as a not even a husband anymore. He's just in a lot of trouble. So, how, what do you guys yeah, think yeah, about literally that? free fall? Right. Um, yeah, I see, I see, see it now. You see it <laughs> full circle. Full circle. <laughs> um, Can I just say that I had a list of like things I hope stay for the season, and number one was his beard. And, oh, and, that <laughs> and as soon as I got them writing it down, he walks into Hef's <laughs> office and there's no beard. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, the took a sex appeal up like 20 notches. Yeah, I'll give you that. He did look a lot more. He was a lot more attractive with his beard than without. But he looked very old. So here we are. He, he full-blown yeah. alcoholic. Yeah, he thing. gets in a car accident, has to go to AA. Yeah. And they even bring up. So now we're very clear on the charges against him. So obviously he was drunk driving. And um, then the prostitution. Thing. Pa- uh, pandering and promoting prostitution yeah. and an open investigation into a relationship with a minor. Yeah. yeah so was... he had to go to AA. And another thing I thought was interesting was he was sentenced to community service at an elementary school when he just had yeah. a right. case was... against yeah. him. It, it was like that sense. didn't make any sense whatsoever. I guess I really, I don't know if it's well, I think, the time or what it says. It's I, weird. I think that like... I, I do think it's weird, but I think the reason it was, was he hit the statue in front of the school. Right, but so I think literally still, that's why. Well, but I agree, that. I think weird. I think because the judge realized that the the charges probably BS. were bogus and yeah. they had already been dropped, so I think the judge was. I I pray that the judge was yeah. thinking like <laughs> this really isn't an issue. Do you think? I mean, as you said, you're attorney, yeah. So. I mean, even for, like, allegations like that, I feel like people make yeah, such exactly. a fuss. Like, no way. Don't let him in the school. Like, even yeah, if it's right, questionable, right. that's kind of weird. Yeah, like, let's, like, it's it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, for sure. So, I That didn't know. go over my head. I was like, uh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird. So, he, he finally gets back to the office, gets back to work, and he, just as Virginia can't really move forward in... Cr- her career without him, he can't really move forward without her either. Right. I mean, Betty's his sidekick now, but she's just not she's, she's not, not doing it for yeah. him, you know? I know it's not prediction time yet, but I do want to talk about the new couple that was there for Bill's mm-hmm. first time returning, and it seems like we're kind of going to get into a topic that we hadn't discussed so far on Masters of Sex, and that's fetishes. But yeah, I And I, I, I thought that was, like, really, really interesting, because I think just like, you know, sex used to be taboo, I think fetishes now are even more of a taboo right. um, than they are then, and so I was really, really um, surprised when the guy was talking about um, women's shoes, yeah. and I was like, man, maybe I have to stop wearing slippers now, because <laughs> he really made me... <laughs> Wait, but did you see that coming? Because first of all, no. Bill, you could tell that he's not a whole no without Virginia right. because yeah. he didn't even pick up on you know that the fact that it was kind of bizarre that this man was so attracted to like just fashion. Yeah, he was very and Betty's like, aware. why would she? Like, are you kidding me? I don't think she mm-hmm. that he was attracted to me. Like something's a little off here, yeah. and he was like. Even then, he's kind of skeptical. Right. But, okay, is that that Bill is incomplete without Virginia, or is it... 
which I do agree with, but maybe he's just distracted. I mm-hmm. think a little bit. Like, of I think, yeah, I think he's, he's distracted, distracted, and I don't think he's ever been one to pick up on like social yeah. keys. No, also true. So it's I think it kind of was social. a mixture of both. And as we moved forward with that storyline, you could kind of tell that he just didn't really know how to handle that Being situation. People, yeah. He was kind of just trying to like tricking him into it, and he still didn't. He was like, "Look, I mean, you can tell me, or I can, you like, know, kind of trick." He was yeah, very blunt. blunt. I mean, yeah, he was he very Bill esque. <laughs> like okay, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I think had it have been Virginia, she probably mm-hmm. would have like drawn it out a little In bit a more. Way. But he was like, "Look, I want to help you. I'm not going to like Play treat games. you like a child. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what what's the issue?" Right. But so, he was also vulnerable. I like that he told him up front, like, yeah, I've had, you know, some of these same issues. And mm-hmm. I think he was able to relate with him in a in way a that I think way. he doesn't relate to a lot of his um, patients. Right. It was, well, because, I mean, he had to fill in for what, what Virginia's Virginia. role would mm-hmm. have been. So he kind of saw the other end of it. Yeah. So now we get past that, and this is where Hef comes in. So now their stories are even more parallel, right? right. So Hef hits him up, doesn't say that Vir- he has Virginia there, just that he is interested in investing, mm-hmm. and Bill sees this as an opportunity to move forward as a professional and brings him out to Chicago. So now we're we're both in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Right. And before we do like do that, I think that there was one scene that was really important. It was when he was looking at the homeless guy. Oh, um, yeah, yes, yes. So he, yes, so, he yes. so um Libby gives all of Bill's suits to the Salvation Army and then Bill goes back to get them. Um he sees this guy in his suit jacket and he goes, "Oh, excuse me, that's mine." And he's trying to get it back. And there's this scene where they're in the mirror and he just looks and mm-hmm. like you see this like the shift in focus where he's like looking at him and then he looks at himself in the mirror and it's like I think that was a turning point because Bill had it looked like he was on a spiral he looked rough Mm -hmm. and it was just like I think that was a moment and then I think the exact line the guy says I'm Bill says I'm trying to fix my life and then the bum goes uh, join the club and it's like I think that was a moment when Bill really realized how much he screwed up I and totally like agree. oh wow like look how far I've come how far I've free fallen I think like, it was like a pr- yeah. it really put things into perspective right. for Bill because here he is supposedly this very like prestigious doctor and here's this you right. know just, just kind of like homeless like grubby there. looking guy and now they're the he's same. looking in the mirror and they look exactly the same he's wearing literally <laughs> wearing suit. that suit and <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like damn I need to get my life right. together, together. Right. yeah yes and that's when he shaves the beard yeah and that's that is my beard <laughs> so that's true but bring yes. back the beard yeah <laughs> please bring back the beard hashtag maybe. Hashtag, hashtag bring back the beard yes. so I'm gonna start a campaign now we're both in the Playboy Mansion and right. Virginia and Bill you know, kind of meet and realize that they're both here, and it's kind of awkward. Yeah. And Hef tries to, you know, convince them to come together. And I don't know. He, he, kind of like it was kind of upsetting. Not upsetting, but like it just really proved that they're a package deal, right. and no one's really gonna accept them separate. That everyone always sees them together. Hef even. Um, do you guys remember the quote when he was like, you know, uh, Masters and Johnson are never going to be separated right. unless it's with dirt and a uh, yes, gravestone. Yes, in a gravestone, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately... But I think that, and that the, the thing is, is that that, I think, literally goes beyond. Like, I don't think Hef meant it this way, but I think it literally is um, more than just professionally. And I think mm-hmm. that they realize that 
yes, I know that you were talking business, but like they knew that like their relationship is more that they're never going to not need each other and never going to not want to be with each other. And so it's something they now have to face and deal with. Exactly. But Um, they're both just, you know, they're they're stubborn by nature. Even like saying that, like, you know what? I could just find a different... Virginia's like, I could just work for a different magazine. Like, we can just still go our separate ways. There's going to be other investors. There's going to be other magazines I can work for. This is not the only place we stop. But then the turning point was Mm -hmm. Virginia realized that Bill was working without her. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, oh, no. This this isn't going to happen. (laughs) You know? Well, because I think that's something we have to remember. Like, Bill is still a decorated doctor. Like, Mm -hmm. he's very accomplished. And if he wanted to go back to the medical community, he could, Mm -hmm. you know, without Virginia. And I think she realized that, too. Like, oh, crap. He could technically do this without me. Mm-hmm. Although Hef is saying that they're a package deal, I do think that he could survive on his own. He has a whereas, more clout. Right. I think whereas Virginia with her career, I think she'd be extremely stalled. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, I mean, well, Bill was the reason that, like, because even when the in the original episode or the first couple seasons, like, Bill was the one putting it all forward. Um, and that was Freebeard. Oh, yes. Hashtag Freebeard. Yes. Thank you. I was like, whoa. Um, but yeah, it, uh, Virginia was always riding his coattails, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Or ba- lack of a better, yeah, back, lack of a better term. And it, um, it's come to a head at this point where it's like, I think she's still, while she is beginning to have her own accomplishments in her own um, sense of self, she still needs Bill. And it gets back to what we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier with this being a season really geared towards like women empowerment and the women's um, rights movement. Mm-hmm. I think you get right back to that same point. She can't, as a career woman, do what she wants to do in this time period without right. a man, mm-hmm. which really sucks. sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, she's coming to realize it. You know, she wrote this whole article. She made this whole entire pitch, and he's yeah. still not it's even like, okay. really yeah, willing to even consider her without Bill by her side. So so they come to an agreement. I mean, did you guys notice Bill is still, although he went through all this and he's really feeling some type of way, he's still very much himself. Virginia's, you know, talking to him and he's kind of just turning down everything she has to say. He yeah. always has a smart remark or something smarter to say just to kind of like shut her up and school her and just be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like The control thing. Yeah. It, he's trying to keep his control. Always. And I think he, we've seen him do that with Libby. We've seen him do that mm-hmm. with every female pretty much. Not yeah. female. Every person, person yeah. pretty much that we've seen him interact with, it's about control for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he knows that at that moment when Virginia left him in the jail, that she took every piece of power and control that he had. And I think he's literally just trying to find a way to knock her off balance to get that back. And we've seen him do it to her before. Right. Well, because he left, the last time they were together, he was very, like, vulnerable. He confessed yeah. his love to her. He gave, yeah. he put, you know, all, the ball was in her court, you know what I mean? And she just kind of was she like, well, too bad it. for yeah. you. Yeah. So... Poor Bill. But no, poor no, Bill. I, no, I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> well, at I feel all. bad because, you know, he, his feelings are hurt, but at the same time, he was a jerk, so too yeah. bad Does for you. Does he have feelings? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. So they came to the agreement that they're, they're going to have a working relationship. relationship. Yeah. How long will that last? Yeah. Haven't they always had a working relationship? Yeah, whatever. Apparently they have, but you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So they had a working relationship, and then. 
Um, this episode closes out with Bill doing his community service, telling the story of Joseph. And I feel like they were trying to draw parallels. Like, he was mm. having realizations while he was telling the story. Yeah, I think it was the faith um, the faith thing, which, let's just pause because I love Niecy Nash. Yes, she, mm-hmm. like, she killed it. Out. And I really hope <laughs> she's um, here to stay at least for the next 90 days while Bill is doing this um, <laughs> AA. Um, but she was talking to him a little bit about faith. And I think, once again, when we were talking yeah. about the episode coming full circle, and I think as he's saying it, he's having like a click realization in his brain, like, man, you could just maybe see that's the key to life. Mm-hmm. Like, if I yeah, just can see. have faith in something or someone, things will work out right and so i'm hoping um that not only he realizes that he needs to like figure that out but Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what in or who he decides to put his faith in this season right exactly and and then the the episode just ends but i feel like there's so many avenues that we still haven't even explored i'm like what the heck do we not remember how last season ended there's so (laughs) So many many questions glazed over everything like oh yeah we're now we're back we just glazed over so much (laughs) so what are things that we left out okay where is dan is he alive are they they, yeah like are they together where is george because how did she even inform him that they were divorcing like has her dad been with the kids this entire time? Well, yeah, because she called home, but, but she nobody's said, children are in the picture. Like, Libby's always, out yeah, doing where are her the thing. Yeah. I don't know. The children are clearly neglected. Yes. <laughs> like, good for Libby. Like, yeah. she's being independent, but you, where are your where, children? Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know. So, we don't know where the kids are. We don't know where Dan is. We don't know where George is. We don't... Who was um, Libby's boyfriend? Paul is his name. Mr. What's his name? Is it Paul? Was it Ethan? Was it? I thought it was. Well, no, that's way back. He was so not a factor in my brain. Well, the neighbor. Because the neighbor. Oh, we'll call him neighbor guy. Away. Neighbor guy is um, I apologize. We need to we'll yeah. figure look it up out. his name. So he's gone as well. Yeah, neighbor guy left the last episode. The last episode of last season. He of just moved season. away. He just left. Understandably, like, he had been through a lot. I know. The poor um, guy. I would have left too. Like, <laughs> In all seriousness. But I, I'm, I'm wondering, like, what does that mean for Libby and her life? Because the civil rights guy, like, he had just, like, up and, like, went to boycott in, like, mm-hmm. Alabama and never came back. This guy jumps up and he leaves and never comes back. There was so she, a little bit of conversation early on about her dad not really being in her life. So yeah. I'm wondering if that's going to come back around this season. Maybe she or just maybe like it's a has recurring like, theme. Yeah, she, like, like she is attracted leaving. to. Yeah. Because like, I mean, maybe because that's what she's used to, she's attracted to that type of guy. Right. So I'm leave. wondering if that's but. like a storyline that they're going to explore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why. If we go into predictions, I have, that's why I have a thought about. Like, yeah, we can. Yeah. And. So before we go into predictions, I also want to point out that, you know, we have this big open case about the prostitution thing. And I'm not sure if it came to an understanding or not, but the practice is still open. He mentioned in court that he was in the process of looking for an attorney still. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's probably going to still play out this season as far as what's going to go with that, because it sounds like it's not over. I mean, the the issue with the little boy, it sounded like it may have been a civil case Mm -hmm. and he was able to pay them off for them to then drop the criminal charges. Um, it looks like there's actual criminal charges for them um, with the prostitution. prostitution. Yeah, and the way he talks about it, it, it makes it seem like there's going to be something that comes, or we're going to see that flushed yeah. out this season. So exactly, that'll be interesting to see. So that's, I think that's a good segue. Do you guys <laughs> want to move into predictions? Yeah, finally, yes, predictions. Yes. Wow, thank you. <laughs> 
lights. I really I love the lights. I know, so, like, it sets the tone. We do. We have to get in our, our that's so raven. You got the, the prediction the, mood. You got to make like the raven it. face. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got it. Got <laughs> okay, it. so what's your okay, prediction? Okay, so going with Libby, and, mm-hmm. and she has this, this theme of men leaving her life. Mm-hmm. Yes. The scene in that woman's group when she was talking to Anita, who's the, the leader, and she's like, take off your bra. And they had that moment when they just kind of laughed at each other. Yeah. I'm calling that they are going <gasps> to be together. They're going to be a relationship oh, the entire time. I was like, this screams, so? this scream. I don't know. I'm not going to say that Libby is going to like fully like be in, be with us. But I think that that is going to be a thing because this is that time. Mm-hmm. They are like all feminine. I'm like, I 100% think that that is going to well, be a thing. And she said, she was she like, I, I, what she said, well, I don't know her exact thing was, but she pretty much was like, I'm over men. Men, she did. She, she goes, was and she goes, yeah, because they, they were like, she goes, well, I'm definitely done with men if that's what you're asking. And she I think they all had like a like, uh huh. Yeah, and I just and like and that's not me. I don't think that she is like a lesbian. Not that there's anything wrong with no. it, but I do think that she is going to experiment with that. 100%. That could get me I, back on Team Libby. I that, think that's going to be a maybe thing. that was it, foreshadowing. It. it was yeah. a moment between them two. Yeah. I can get behind I that. Know. I think that's going to be a thing. So that's my, that is my big prediction for the season. Any I other predictions? I. Mm, I, I mean, like, I know Bill and, and that whole working relationship, not going to be a thing. thing. They're going to be back together in no time. I don't but think they else? will. Oh. I think it'll maybe be, like, episode 11 before we see them see get them back, back together. Oh, they're going to play it out for oh. sure. You think they're going to draw it out? Yeah, they're going to have some beef for, like, a couple episodes. They have to. And it's I not guess. even just beef. I think... Because we're at this moment where it's all about like women empowerment, I don't think okay. Virginia can go back to Bill after everything that he's done. Not immediately. Not like just like she there's can't there's back. no way. Okay, there's he has no to way. sweat it out a little. I can. I, but I. Either way, ultimately, we know. I still hope not. Like I'm, I I'm really, you, really I don't, hope I don't that like that just doesn't. That I. So my prediction is that they don't get back together. Stay strong, Virginia. <laughs> I'm trying for all women everywhere. Don't go back. Um, don't do it. Anything else? Do you? Where do you guys see this whole Hugh Hefner thing playing out? I, I feel like they're gonna. They're gonna try to do to work it out, but I feel like there's gonna have to be some more drama with it. Like I don't think it's gonna go as smoothly as. Mm-hmm. As it looks like it's going now, like oh, we'll we'll right. work it out to, for the benefit of the company. I don't I don't think it's going to be that. I serious. think it's going to give Bill heart attack. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I think the first bunny that comes into the office is oh going to give Bill a heart attack. Probably. He's so I mean, Bill has always been very conservative. I mm-hmm. mean, this is the first time we're seeing him without suspenders or oh, you know yeah. a suit <laughs> that matches. Oh, right. So weird. So I think just even the thought. I don't think he went to go see Hef because. He, you know, wanted to just get this this money. You know, yeah. I think he he's at the end of his ropes at this he point. Need, he needed he it. He needed it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it's going to be really, really hard for him to work with someone who is, what, let's say, a visionary. Yes. yes. We'll call him a visionary. Because he's, he's going to try to sex up what mm-hmm. Bill has tried to keep medical in right. a sense. Um, but I think for him to get into the next stage of you know, understanding sex, he's going to have to really understand half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So it'll be, I think it'll be really, really good. Yeah. And as a, like, as a part of my prediction, it's just their, their brand is very on the line right now. They have this lawsuit going on. Now they're getting involved with Playboy. It's kind of like, what direction are you going in here? They're going to get hammered. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not okay. Oh, I was like, wait, no, what? No, no, <laughs> okay, maybe. I but... think, I think... <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, 
okay. Maybe. <laughs> Can't come back from that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think Bill and Virginia tried really, really hard early on to, you know, set this study as medical and as scientific as right. possible, but mm-hmm. they're getting ready to partner up with the, the complete opposite of Someone... what they asserted it to be. Like, you know... They were accused of it. This being a a smut, smut yeah. book, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, you're going to discredit the the, the work, medical yeah. backing that you have by joining Playboy. I, I I guess I didn't think about it that way. But he's going right. to have. So I think that's going to be a crossroad. I predict, like by episode four, he's going to have to decide once and for all what direction he wants to take this exactly. study. What do you think? Do you think that'll be a difference between him and Virginia? Do you think? Oh, Virginia, for sure. Virginia? Well, it had been from, it ha- it's well, from the very jump. Yes. Um, but I think the twist will be, it'll be opposites. I think Virginia is going to want to keep it more medical. He's and I think wanna. Bill is going to see, especially with the beginning of getting into fetishes this first season, this first <laughs> yeah, episode. No, but really. I think Bill's really going to want to get into it because I'm sure Hef has probably seen more of this than they have at this point. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, that's also one thing I liked that I liked that the show talks about actual kind of like not sexual disorders but I don't know what else to call it like fetishes and and different things that happen during sex and still kind of they find a way to talk about it in a not weird way because I was interested it's to hear about it it's a very intelligent conversation that was really it, it was insightful to hear that and then I also didn't know all that about uh, Hugh Hefner, so I thought that was kind of cool for them. Like, uh, you have a, um, a psychology degree, and you stu- like, oh, he, yeah. yeah, I was Go like, for oh, Esquire yeah. And I was like, because these, these are things I really didn't know, mm-hmm. and I think that it's cool to also show that maybe there is more to Playboy. So I think that's another I, way to yeah. play it. There's more to Playboy than just the smut that people think it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but side note. Well, any final thoughts? Any things that we didn't touch on that you guys want to bring up? I think I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we checked all our on, notes. On yeah, I think you know. Message for the day is, ladies. Pumps, not slippers. Yeah, no more Final slippers. Thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> um, no, yeah, well, I, I think an overall theme of the show is definitely um, just kind of women and and being women and and um, being empowered by your own identity and sexuality. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I got. Here, here to that. What a final, great right. final thought from the man of the group. I do. I love stuff like that. I think women are great. <laughs> and I'm worried about footwear. Yeah. Yeah. I'll also be worried. Right. About so we'll wear our stilettos next week. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on all that jazz Instagram, Twitter. We got a Snapchat now. Yeah. Um, and rate us, give us likes, comments, feedback, and we'll bring it up next show. Yes. So. As I brought up earlier, I'm Olivia Gabri. Go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real underscore O underscore G. Awesome. You can find me at Ryan Graham with two N's and on Instagram at Instagram. And as I, yeah, that was interesting. Okay. <laughs> and as I said, I'm Dominique. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique P underscore ESQ. Hey, all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.